Hey, it's Leanne, uh, Darren's better half. You're listening to Stop the Damn Match with the Leprechaun and the German. Hi, welcome to episode 34 of Stop the Damn Match podcast with me, Daz. Me, Marcel from Germany. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to everybody. And just before we start, I want to thank everybody who voted on our end of 2020 awards. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. They are better results than my weekly uh, choices. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, we'll go through the winners quickly. So we had a match of the year decided was Walter versus Ilya Dragunov. From NXT. That's the first time that you're saying Walter on the right way. I've been practicing. That's my New Year's resolution is to say Walter the right way. You're standing in front of a mirror and say, Walter, Walter, Walter. I know. I, I've progressed to Walter instead of Walter, Walter, Walter. <laughs> <laughs> that was your pick, wasn't it? Walter versus Ilya. That was your choice. Your Walter versus Ilya. Yes. That was your choice. So there's Marcel. You you won one. Uh, then tag team of the year was Kenny Omega and Hangman Page, which was other Marcel's choice. Uh, female wrestler of the year. We both picked this one as uh, Killer Kelly. Yeah. And male wrestler of the year. As voted for by our fans were was Darby Allen. Wow, that's yeah, cool. Very, and I think I I think twenty twenty one is going to be an even bigger year for him. Yeah, that's true. With the help with Sting, yeah, why not? That moment, even though the AEW show was obviously a tribute show, that moment with Sting coming out from behind through the same door it was my mark out moment uh 2020 oh it was crazy wasn't it like what's the proof what's the last proof that i say okay pro wrestling is still the hottest shit ever yeah it's just the way darby came out it went dark darby came out then it goes dark again and sting appears behind him yeah and when we do doing the review last year with the, uh the double or nothing uh pay-per-view we say that maybe Sting comes out. It's like you knew. It's like you've been speaking to Sting. You knew his plans. <laughs> yeah, I hope uh, I could doing this with the lottery. Well, you did say to me uh, on New Year that me and you had become millionaires because you're in the future and I'm still waiting on my million. Wait, 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 wait. We won the Euro checkpot, but after the year January one, you don't become any money from the Euro checkpot. Oh, so that's why I haven't had my millions. And <laughs> there was some people. Maybe you can become a French city citizenship like Boris Johnson's father. Well, that'll be my plan. That'll be my plan, so I can still be yes. European. <laughs> there was some people at when they announced that Brexit had come into effect, they were releasing fireworks and having celebrations. Yeah. Yeah. It, that, that's how that, that welcome to the UK. <laughs> yeah. Very strange. I don't it's think it's so happy. 
that so many Brits are now uh, living here in Germany. That's probably why they all they all had the smart idea. Yeah. Let's leave. They get their chat. Exactly. They get our chaps. Yeah, then you'll all hate the, the, the British people again. They stole our women. Yeah, <laughs> yeah with their jogging suits. <laughs> <laughs> jogging suits, shit hair, shit beard, fucking British scum. Yeah, we all... Yeah, you know, we crawled up in Germany with... Uh, we imagine Britons uh, with a good suit and they are all good looking and have... a. Uh, very expensive clothes and then when we saw the first and then we are come the first time to uh, the UK it's wow all your dreams were shattered (laughs) yeah (laughs) and you you see what the UK is really like yeah but I have very much sympathies for there thank you it's much appreciated not for you but for the rest of your country (laughs) Because you're still a ginger, so... Oh, I have no soul. That's fine. You can't hurt me. That's yeah. true. <laughs> well, we're now in 2021, and we uh, want to thank somebody close to the podcast for our intro this week who thinks she's a comedian, my wife, Leanne, for our intro. Thank you. Leanne is in Germany, Leanne. <laughs> Oh, uh, I was waiting for something like different. And <laughs> well, 2021 is going to be the same as 2020 on this podcast. Don't worry. It's still the same bad humor. <laughs> Maybe that's the reason why the last year was so fucking so fucked up. Because of me and you. <laughs> yeah. but it all went downhill after we met. It all started a Saturday uh, on this March weekend. Yeah. And then. After two days later, we everything was cancelled in Germany. The whole Bundesliga, the whole handball league, everything. everything. <laughs> so it's our fault. Yeah, we're we're, the, we're to blame for twenty twenty one for twenty twenty even for COVID. So our fault. Yeah. So not only did she do our intro this week, she picked this week's theme. So apologies. Our theme this week is Rikishi. <laughs> Yeah, and Rikishi. Yeah. Or like or like I calling him Solofa Fatu Junior. Ooh. Someone has been doing their research. Yeah. Mm. And you voted for us to watch Rikishi versus Val Venus from Fully Loaded Two Thousand. So <laughs> on a steel cage match, you can't imagine no, it. <laughs> Val Venus and Rikishi in a steel cage for the intercontinental title. <laughs> I, I'm not gonna lie. I never thought we would be watching Val Venus on this podcast ever. Why not? Because it, like he he wasn't the best. <laughs> yeah, but he also wasn't the worst. No, but he's a creepy fucker. Also, Jerry the King Lawler. Also, yeah, and hopefully we never watch Jerry the King Lawler wrestle. <laughs> on here. So next one, next week's team is Alberto El Patron. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow yeah <laughs> shit seeing you you know so much about Rikishi I wasn't a big fan from uh, Alberto Del Rio and it's gotta be 
worse and worse and worse every week since I know him. Yeah, he's he's he is a he is if 2020 was a person, it would be Alberto Del Rio. Yeah, and if 2020 was a scenario, it was a uh, Hulk Hogan on a hotel room. Oh yeah, yeah, wow, that yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The fact that Hulk Hogan is still relevant shocks me <laughs> that he's not been blacklisted from just everything. Uh, that Chris Hemsworth has got to play him. Yeah, that'll be interesting. That'll be interesting and weird. Yeah, weird. So, seeing you know so much about Rikishi, why don't we? Why, why, when? What? What can you tell us about the big man? Please, uh, again, what? I don't uh, have listened no, to your you son of a bitch. Uh, <laughs> what can you tell us about the big man, Rikishi? Oh, I can tell you everything about him. Go on, then. <laughs> yeah, not his life story, but no. Uh, he's the father of um, the Usos, the cousin from the Rock. He comes from the legendary Anoi family. Got trained by Sita and Alofa. Yeah, and he and he was end of the nineties and uh, one of the big sellouts. Of WWE, yeah, he was uh, when he was apart from too cool, a really cool tag team time. Yeah, and we, you, it, it was something that I think if you had imagined when he was in the Head Shrinkers, would you ever have thought he would be in a dancing gimmick with uh, too, with too cool, like with Scott Taylor? When I saw too cool the first time, when I was uh, I don't know eleven or twelve years old. I can't remember that he was part of the head shrinkers because it was such a difference. Yeah. Because they were like crazy wild Samoans and then he comes out with like... His... It's so politically incorrect, this whole gimmick and this whole tech team, the head shrinkers, mm-hmm. putting some Samoa on this white man uh, gimmick and calling him the head shrinkers. Yeah, it wasn't... wasn't uh, not, not, not to be a pun, but it definitely wasn't cool. <laughs> it was not good. For this time, it wasn't so bad, but uh, nowadays you can't uh, bring no, this. Definitely not. Like, like, like you said, it worked in the nineteen nineties, the early nineties. But yeah, you can't. Yeah. But then he was. He also. No one care about this thing. Was he not? You got you. T- he was hmm? in. He was. He was then put a mask on. Didn't he? he was the Sultan when he wrestled the Rock. If I remember. Yeah, he he wrestled the rock. Yeah. yeah, and then in one of his early matches. So, I mean, like as much as we joke and say, ah, uh, yeah, with the Iron Sheik as his uh, manager. Again, very weird for a Samoan guy to be to be playing an east an eastern sultan. <laughs> yeah, Middle East. I don't know, uh, Caliph or uh, what's the name of this? Yeah, it was. A little things. bit weird. It's, the Titan, yeah. it's safe to say that Rikishi had he had some weird gimmicks before he uh, got the Rikishi gimmick, didn't he? Yeah, that's true. That's true. But Rikishi then became in the Attitude Era. He became one of the big 
the big stars really like at the end of the ad- attitude era at the end of the attitude era yeah. who would have thought putting putting your ass in someone's face would be a finishing move <laughs> no one but uh, we all have celebrated when we were yeah. younger I think everybody at some point if if you're at school or in the park and your friend was sitting on the floor you'd go right stink face yeah, yeah. I think yeah, everyone did it and the dance move, but it was weird. How, as soon as he put those shades on, the head would drop and he'd, he'd, the lights would come back on. He was dancing with Tuchel. I, I, I like this gimmick, this whole uh, white hip hop gimmick from Too Cool. And then you have this uh, bigger guy calling Rikishi, and they're doing this dance moves and this really cool uh, entrance theme. It was so colorful this time. Uh, in WWE, but it was so cool, colorful, not so poppy like the early '90s. Was on a on a better um, point, yeah. you know. And I think, I think even it, I think if you'd done that gimmick today, it would be cheesy and not work. I think it was the right time for that gimmick. It was a different time. Everything was cheesy at this yeah. time, but it was cool at this time. Stone Cold Steve Austin, you have this uh, redneck what, uh, who lives uh, on a little the uh, house drinking beer and is the biggest uh, pop cultural star at professional wrestling at this time. Then you have The Rock, who is uh, cool, a little bit stupid, and he's uh, the biggest star on pro wrestling at this yep, time. Yeah, definitely. 100%. You have Kurt Angle, uh, Olympic gold medal winner, uh, who won the Olympic gold medal with a fucking broken neck and then doing this little bit comedy goofy guy. And it was everything so weird, but it was so yeah. cool. Can you imagine if you said to someone, some young young people now and said, right, you've only been a fan for maybe one year and say, right, go and watch the Attitude Era. I think they'd be like, what the fuck is this shit? I don't think they would get it. Yeah, but at the end of the Attitude Era, you have every part with cool people. Mm-hmm. Every pop culture yep. part. You have the vampire, this uh, New Age vampire thing with Edge and Christian and the Brood. You have uh, this uh, party people, hip-hop thing with Rikishi and Too Cool. You have uh, the Dudley Boys, Matt Hardy and uh, the Hardy Boys for the Degeneration X yep. thing. Not Generation X as the stable, so this ninety punk alternative thing. So, I think for the, I think Rikishi definitely came back at the right time into the WWF. One hundred percent. Yeah, when he has this Rikishi, um, yeah, definitely. At this time, uh, WWE was a Miro. From the whole society. Oh yeah, definitely. They they were so from the pop culture. Yeah, they were on point with everything that was going on, really, wasn't it? Yeah, and you have uh, big celebrities at this time also at the shows, like Mike Tyson and all this stuff. It wasn't this B movie show anymore. Definitely not. So as we said, with Rikishi versus Val Venus from. Fully loaded 2000, and this match came about after Rikishi made it to the finals of the King of the Ring tournament by defeating Val Venus in the semi final. But Val wasn't too impressed and attacked Rikishi after his loss. 
And then the feud got that serious and intense that they decided that the only way to settle this would be inside a steel cage for the Intercontinental title. So if you want to watch along, you can watch on the WWE Network on WWF Fully Loaded 2000 and go to 1 hour and 38 seconds. Mm-hmm. And what to do, listen out for the ring bell. Ding, ding. And then we will watch the match together and uh, do our Rikishi Val Venus watch along. Rikishi and uh, Val Venus, well documented. As a matter of fact, let's show you how Val became the Intercontinental Champion against Rikishi. It was two weeks ago on SmackDown. And uh, here comes Taz using our television camera right here to the face. Boom! So goes Rakishi, and there goes the Intercontinental title. You got that right. I'm sure that television camera cost a fortune, but uh, it was probably worth it to Val. And Val wasn't done with Rakishi. You remember what happened last Monday, JR? Look at that one Val does. The Scotty too high, but nobody go wrong. The Scotty's body. Scotty landed on the floor. Back first, lower back. Man. Oh, how he survived that. Look at the look on Val's face. Is that I think this match was where Val Venus stopped being like the porn star guy, where he went a little bit more sense serious. Yeah, that's true, and that he became this um, totally uh, different guy with right to censor. Oh yeah, right to censor. Now that that was very very attitude era, wasn't it? Very His different. Theme <laughs> was only only wasn't oh, but one noise. Oh, I remember that. Every time you'd be like, fuck. <laughs> oh, wow. You can say everything about uh, Venus, but uh, he can work. Mm-hmm. Definitely, definitely. And and he must be able to work if he could make a gimmick of a porn star. Yeah, and uh, he's like every, uh, for, like 90% of every American former porn star, a reborn Christ. So. Yeah, so he did live the gimmick. <laughs> yes, to the end. <laughs> yep. Oh, I have For a big fucking guy, he is... Really athletic. Yeah. I suppose all the Samoans are like that, though, aren't they? Yeah, imagine Yokozuna. He was also really athletic. Yeah. Definitely. Oh, he, was, he, for, he was maybe... I'd probably say he was maybe... Maybe 100 pounds more than Rikishi. Yeah. Holy, like ah, uh, this is this is what a cage match should be like today. Like you can escape by the door, not where now now it's just just pinfall and stuff. Like no, really pinfall on a cage match. Yeah, they have that in WWE. It's a long time that Point I have, uh, It's a long time that I watched uh, WWE. I think that's a long time for a lot of people. Yeah. See Val, Val as well is 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 really good shape, isn't he? Yeah. Like he's quite a big guy when you. That's true. And uh, definitely a body because guy. he have this uh this crunchy gimmick, he's really underrated. I believe many people only see in uh, his pawn gimmick. 
Yeah, they don't look at what he was like in the ring. Yeah. Oh, for like for Rikishi as well, being a big guy, he, he, he you you I if you stop and don't think of his size, you you got to think he was a really good worker as well. Yeah, that's true. Like the most people like, from his yeah. family. Oh yeah, I think it's in their blood that you've got to be a good good worker. Yeah. Oh, Trish Stratus is Venus's manager. At this point, when when there was TNA as well, I think wasn't. Yeah, sure. Oh fuck! That's one thing you don't want to do. We don't talk about uh, the wrestling promotion TNA. (laughs) (laughs) Who was the other guy? Oh no! Test. Yeah. Test and Albert. Oh, you don't know. This is here. We go. That's a smart. That's smart wrestling. Going for the low blow. Yeah. I know, like he really does his ass. That ass coming towards you, I, I, do, I, I think I'd do anything to get away from it. It's so typical uh, WWE at this time. Yeah. Do you think this is where Vince got the idea of that kiss my ass from? I don't people know, but people are doing it to Rikishi. Uh, Vince uh, started with the kiss my ass club. Oh, that was weird. And it's really weird that his son and his daughter is part of this club. Yeah, if my dad said to me, kiss my... I'd be like, no, I'll kick your ass. I'm not fucking kissing it. Creepy. I forget that Trish started as a manager, didn't she? She wasn't a wrestler at first. Well, uh, she started as a manager, yeah. Yeah. But after this, she and Lita became the face of the women's division at this time. And who would have thought that when she first came in as just the manager? Yeah. Well, like even that clothesline, the way Rikishi did the flip to sell the clothesline for a big guy, that's a lot of work. I wonder who, I wonder what they thought. Like, all right, we'll have a cage match. We'll have probably the biggest guy in the company at this stage in a fucking cage. That's. Yeah, but it's uh, the only thing what that disturbed me on this match is really that they uh, can. And the match with a pinfall. Yeah, that's shit. I don't. Why have the ref? Why have the cage if you can just pin them? Like you can't escape or interfere. But valid. This is really cool. Yeah, like you can't even from from the Venus. Yeah, definitely. Like, what a great way to to use the use the ropes and the cage. Like not because I'm sure you'd get more elevation from the ropes than you would the turnbuckle. That's true, and you don't see this from many people. No, oh, I'm with you now. The referee being in there is annoying me. <laughs> it's weird. It should just be the two wrestlers. Why do we need to have a ref? So he went for a pin, and now he's that didn't work. So he's going to do what you should do in a cage match and try and escape. Oh fuck! And it always makes me laugh with a cage how slow, how they're quick to get up the cage, but when they get to the top, it takes them the longest time ever. It's like a ladder match, or when when you you need the tech on a tech team match, and you're lying on the on the ground. 
<laughs> Only in pro wrestling would that would that happen. That's true. <laughs> yeah. No other sport. Oh fuck. Could it, I, f- that's not a place you want to be if Rikishi's up there with you. No fuck. Now on the PlayStation on the WWF SmackDown 2, I was doing a back suplex. Off the off off the top. Yeah. On day or on day of reckoning for the GameCube. Off. That's going back. I still hate that every time I see someone land in between their legs. Ow. <laughs> Aval is bleeding. We have blood. I'm guessing that was from being hit hit on the cage numerous times. So, see, that's what the referee... Sh- the only reason a ref should be there is to open the door. Yeah. No fucking pinfalls in a cage. It doesn't make any sense. No. Fucking stop him. Oh, there you go. It's really weird seeing Val Venus like this. Like, I'm used to the porn star. Like you said, people forget. What a great worker he is, yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. He really can sold uh, the, act, the actions from his open end. Definitely. I love the Samoan, Samoan drop. Oh, here we go. Wow, one impact. Fuck. So, just, you need so much power behind it because if, if, if it was Val Venus doing that, you wouldn't think anything of it. But because it's Rikishi, like, oh shit. <laughs> Don't zoom in on his ass. <laughs> oh, fuck. And also, this pin, it's. Ah. And a rope break in a cage. What the fuck? Is it also a rope break when you uh, grapple the cage, or only the? Yeah, yeah. That's... I I don't know. It's really confusing, isn't it? Yeah. Oh fuck! Well, it's like on uh, NXT last week. There was a street fight tag team match, but you had to tag in and out. So there's no rules, but you have to tag. Was, and it had to be a legal man. It was confusing. That's the reason why I don't watch. Many wrestling these days. Weird. Fuck that. It, ow, that looked fucking... That looked like it really hurt with the fucking door being slammed on his head. Okay, here goes... Oh, Val's finisher was from the top of the money shot, wasn't it? Yeah, one of the beautiful splash ever. Oh, yeah, here we go. Nice. I like the way he makes it look more impact because he bends his arms and hits just with his body. Yeah. Can and, and you know it's a high impact move when the person who does the move is also hurt from it as well, not just the yeah, guy who got the move done. Yeah, doing anything else, but uh... mm. oh, wow, that and, was a. Uh... Oh. And the feud from Lita and Trish started. That's great. 
Yeah. Uh, this this is only the attitude era as well. Yeah. Could you imagine today stripping them? Two years earlier. Uh, two years earlier, both were naked. Oh yeah, yeah. What the fuck? Like. I know for the male fans, they're probably like, wow, but what, what, why does she need to take her t shirt off? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Slapping the referee as well. And I think these two are now Hall of Famers. And yeah, but two. Oh, yeah, yeah. At least that gave Val and Rikishi a chance to get get some bre- get some uh, rest time. Oh shit! I don't care like how they say people trained. They the train had just fallen from the top of the cage no. to the fucking ring. It's stomach hurt. Yeah, that's true. Wow. <laughs> the way Teddy Long fell over there. <laughs> Why is he like flat holding his head when all he did was hit him on the leg? <laughs> oh but, shit. Uh, this is a fucking crazy moment. Oh shit. The guy who's like oh. 400 plus pounds. Please climb. You have to... Yeah. Please climb like, and have to jump. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking hell. You gotta have really good fucking balance. Wow. Oh, shit. This is really good visual, though, isn't it? Like, where the camera's got him on the top. I can't believe what I see in here. Oh, fuck. And his face before, when he's just staring at the camera. What a oh, fuck. Of work. Wow, wow. Fuck! Whoa! What a spot! Fuck! Imagine four hundred odd pounds coming from the top of the cage on top of you. Fuck! Wow! Wow! You don't see that from many fucking like smaller guys. Never mind a guy that big. But this action's making this match so special in my eyes. Yeah, definitely. And like you said, the camera work was 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 really good there. The way yeah. it was going in and zoom out, zoom in. There's no way Val is going to. At this get time, to stop you him. don't have. You don't must ask anything. Everyone who uh, asks why WWF was better than WCW. Oh, definitely. Oh, is that Taz? This Taz, yes. Little one bastards. meter and forty <laughs> centimeter. Yeah. That's Tess. Oh, motherfucker. What a fucking wanker. <laughs> <laughs> and that, now to make him even worse, he, um, he rips the cable from the camera. <laughs> what a fucking dick. Fuck you, Taz. So now Val's gone from fucking not being able to move to now potentially win the match. Fuck. Fuck you, Taz, for fucking ruining that. Yeah, and fuck you, that it really. Wow. 
that, that was annoying. It was like the match was good, really good, but then that ending just and was a bit nah, bitch, a bit shit. Ah, what would you give that out of five? Three point five. I'm going three. Three scenarios gonna kill it uh, the, that it's not a four. Scenario no, number I... number one in my eyes that uh, Rikishi kicked out of the um, money shot. I don't like it when you're doing this uh, in the matches who who are not in the main event. Yep. And uh, the other thing was the leader trash thing and Trish Trash thing, and the third thing was uh, thing was uh, the end. Yeah, yeah, I agree. All three, all three points, I agree totally. The end, it just for that spot, and then to just go, okay, Taz is randomly gonna hit. Yeah, and maybe it would be cooler if uh, while Venus had a better, um, a better spot on the card after this match. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Well, that gives them a total of six point five out of ten. It's just a shame that, like you said, there's three points kind of. Ruined it. Ah, sorry, Rikishi. So, uh, wait, my... how many uh, out of ten? Yeah, so you give it three point five, and I give it three, so six point five from ten. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, it's not bad, but it could have been better. I think those three points kind of ruined it a little bit. I have my first question of twenty twenty one. Yeah, but but was it not the last year's? Uh... Out of five? Five each, and then total is out of ten. Okay. Yeah. So, I have my first question for you of 2021. Yeah. It's about Rikishi. Who did Rikishi run over with a car and then said, I did it for you, to The Rock? Who did he run over? Oh god, I don't know. You 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 will kick yourself when I tell you the answer. Was it Ray Venus? No, Stone Cold. Whoa. And then that that's why he got in the title match in the Hell in the Cell at Armageddon because uh, he said he said that he did it for the rock. Okay. Yeah. Uh we beat him for one. We beat you first one of the year. Sorry, you can hear my dog shouting because he is. Uh, someone's came in the house. Stay, shut up. Nothing like animals getting involved with a podcast. And I think this will make you feel better though, because next week's theme, I think, if if Marcel could have a dream podcast episode, it would be this. I feel like I need to put on a voice, but I'm not very good at impressions, so pretend I'm Tony Schiavone. It's Sting! It's Sting! Second time? Yeah. No, only the first time. We've had WCW and our favourite wrestler is where Sting oh, came okay. in. okay. Yeah, that's yeah. good. So I, pick, I, I thought it's 2021. We'll go and give Marcel something he loves. We'll give him Sting early in the year. So we'll we'll pick each our favorite Sting match and put it up for our vote. So next week we'll we'll be uh, talking about Sting, which is quite 
good because he's come back to AEW. Which I think he is he he might be the only guy who has who if if he has a match that has been on WCW, TNA, WWE, and AEW. I think he'd be the first person. Yeah, and three mm. years ago he was the only legend who wasn't part of WWE. Yeah, yeah, and for that long time. So I think next week is going to be a, a really fun and good episode because I know how passionate you are about Sting. It, he's your favorite of all time. So I'm looking forward to next week's episode. So two songs. As you got your gift there of having Sting next week, I'll go first. Okay. My, my first song is, I had to pick it, is Turn It Up by Jim Johnston, which is Two Cool's theme music. I just needed to, I need everyone to hear it so they can recreate Two Cool's dance. That's a great pick. Ah, so what's your first pick of uh, the new year, Marcel? It's getting really, really dark. I pick Mayhem with Freezing Moon. Mayhem with Freezing Moon. You've gone dark. Just as it starts to go dark here in the UK as we're recording. Mm. So yeah, in Germany second, also. So it, it, it's it's like it's a the it's the perfect song for the time of the day that we've reached. My second song is also kind of about Rikishi, and I picked "Baby Got Back" by Sir Mix a lot, just because he's got a big butt and he likes wow. big butts. <laughs> Your second pick, Marcel. It's getting be darker, 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 and darker. Holy and shit. it's got to be really ex- experimental. Oh. And I believe no one ever has heard this band. Okay. It's uh, Boren and the Club of Gore with Constant Fear. It's a. Uh, uh, German dark jazz band without uh, any lyrics. It's only oh. instrumentals. I like those kind of songs where there's no lyrics, where you can just get lost in the music. Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, perfect for it. So, new for this year as well, what I'm going to do is we're going to have on Spotify a playlist from this episode onward of all our songs for the week. So, you can go and listen to our playlist if you want. Uh, I've, That's a cool idea. Our, yeah, so where are four songs from each week? We'll add those onto a playlist and the list will grow as the year goes on. So this week we will be adding Turn It Up by Jim Johnston, uh, Baby Got Back by Sir Mix A Lot, Mayhem with Freezing Moon. No, come on, say it. <laughs> and Boren and the club of gore okay it's okay is that close yeah Woof. with constant fear so i will put a link up on our social media for you to uh, get links to our playlist on spotify and so we will uh, as always we will ask you to follow us on twitter at stdm pod like and subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Uh, we'll be back next week with what I think is going to be Marcel's 
favorite episode we do, which is Sting. And uh, have you anything you want to end the podcast with, Marcel? <laughs> no. Oh, yeah. I don't have COVID. There we go. <laughs> so it's goodbye from me, Daz. Auf Wiedersehen von Marcel. We will see you next week where we watch some It's Sting! It's Sting! Bye. Okay. What? I did it. What? Damn it. In case you didn't hear, I admit, I did it. I ran over Austin. It's a good thing the criminal charges were dropped. And you ask why? Damn right. I didn't do it for me. No, I didn't do it for me. I did it for... The Rock. What? Get it for The Rock. You see, Rock, I took your keys out of your bag that night when I went to go check into the hotel. And when I jumped into the car, I saw Stone Cold Steve Austin standing in the middle of the parking lot all alone.